Und Hitler, where are you? <lacht> Hitler, I'm going Hitler. to kill you. <lacht> come, come, Hitler, Hitler, don't make it difficult. I am a beautiful German lady. <lacht> yes, come on. <lacht> Hitler, okay. I am Eva Brown. Where are you? Good lord. Uh, <laughs> this energy. It's great. Hello, friends. My name is Penny for a Tale, and you're listening to Tales to Inspire. Forces. Operation American Defense turns its back on the organized military structure of the Allied forces. Choosing to pursue their own goals and call their own shots, the heroes set out to assassinate the leader of the Third Reich. Without the backing of America's military might, how will the heroes fare in their new mission? As we open this issue of Tales to Inspire... Um, which hero do we go to first as you are all planning the assassination of Hitler and how to best get there? Who do we hone in with first? Yeah, Omission is, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's in his element. Water. (laughs) Fire. Yeah, he's going to be, um... He, he's probably in a city, um, whether German or, uh, I guess it's UK-ish, um, but he'll, he'll try to get more so to, to pass the war front uh, into places uh, beyond them, uh, so German-occupied territory, um, to kind of get a lay on the land as well as uh, get some intel concerning um, where Hitler his schedule for like the next couple of months okay um all right so i think each of you will be choosing an option from the downtime move um so with the downtime move there is spend time with someone important to you gather intel acquire an asset rest and recover from your last activity or comfort and support a friend so from what omission is saying it sounds like gather intel is what you're wanting to do correct Mm-hmm. Okay, so with Gather Intel, tell everyone at the table how you do it, and you gain an answer to one of the, f- the questions below. So, who can tell me what I want to know? Where can I find? What are the rumors about? Who is the most upset about? And who stands to gain the most from? 
so omission kind of narratively tell us how is omission going about getting this information? Hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, since he speaks German, uh, he'll don his uh, German soldier outfit he got earlier on. Um, uh, and using that, uh, just kind of walk in and amongst the, the German army, uh, to try to figure out, um, where is Hitler? Okay. Um, so are you, are you just straight up asking that second question? Where can I find, and then fill in the blank Hitler? Mm Mm-hmm. Where can I find Hitler? Okay. So, um... So you spend a couple of, I, I don't know, I think in order to get this information, like a couple of months yeah, embedded behind enemy lines. Yeah, I'm like, by the end of it, I have blonde hair and blue eyes. I have no <laughs> idea what happens. Uh, okay, so like going behind enemy lines, you uh, just embedding yourself in the German military uh, maybe even doing some questionable things to ingratiate yourself to the German military, but somehow mm-hmm. you find out that um, Hitler has a uh, a rotating list of locations, for for lack of a better word, that he will go to. They're called the Fuhr headquarters, and they are just a network of places. Of course, there is the Reich Chancellery in Berlin, the the Führer bunker. Um, there was his, or is, I guess this is current uh, events. But there is his uh, his main headquarters was the uh, the Wolf's Nest, I believe is what it was called, or is called, yeah. um, which was in East Prussia, which was his headquarters uh, in the war against Soviet Russia. There is like his personal residence his his mansion uh deep in uh austria he has a few uh scattered all through germany uh there's one in france there's one in belgium uh i mean he just has a a a network of these bases and obviously for security reasons lower level soldiers aren't going to know which base he's at he's commanding from but you now know these different locations Uh, okay so we have like a a tableau a montage of a couple of panels of omission in this nazi uniform officer going behind enemy lines chatting up different nazi soldiers um and uh, i think the the last panel we see of that is a map uh with like little circles like drawn in red ink to represent these different areas. Uh, okay, who do we go to next? I guess we go to Torchbearer. Okay. I suppose we, we see like a, a panel of like British intelligence uh, in their headquarters. We can see uh, Montgomery giving orders to some of his comrades those under him just like handing off some orders and the soldier runs away another panel we see torchbearer enter the room uh, general montgomery uh have you got some time to to talk for a minute general montgomery looks over at you and says yes i suppose so um what is it then 
Well, first, uh, I know it's been weeks now, but I wanted to say that I'm I'm really sorry what, about what happened with your team. Uh, we didn't have the the best first meeting. Uh, probably could have made a better first impression, but they were heroes and they fought well. We certainly didn't deserve what they got. I just wanted to be sure to say that. I do appreciate that sentiment, old chap. Um, they were some fine fellows, and perhaps if I had been less concerned with beating General Patton, I would have put more strategic thought into their deployment, but either way, here we are. I am now tasked with protecting the homelands. So, what is it that I can help you with? Sorry to barge in while you're making plans, but I was actually hoping to be able to help with that. Uh, me and some of the boys are here and just looking for intel. You and British intelligence are getting ready for some an invasion from the Germans. I just wanted to, uh, to touch base with you and see if there were any strategic points, uh, any objectives you have maybe beyond the, the enemy lines that we could take care of. Maybe something to to help the impact of this uh, initial onslaught from the Germans. Yes, of course. Anything to offset the oncoming onslaught. Uh, I'll refer you to my comrades in the intelligence section and they should be able to give you what you need. Uh, and then let's resolve this mechanically uh, uh, it sounds like you're wanting to also do the gather intel option on downtime that's what makes the most sense uh, okay I was actually thinking about since we've already done gather intel I was thinking of uh, acquiring an asset yeah I think we work this I think we could say like uh, you have a uh, advantage that's just called uh, British intelligence yeah okay so you have a British intelligence uh, advantage, which means that you have a plus one ongoing. Uh, so it's not going to go away until it's narratively appropriate. And you can employ that whenever you use it uh, for its designed purpose. Uh, yeah, so you, you torchbearer, go to British intelligence. You create this line of communication between you and the Operation uh, American Defense. So yeah, y'all now have this asset that y'all can use. Cool, cool. Next, I'm thinking because I don't. I hate the questions under gather intel. Like nothing, none of these questions work for me at all, and it's frustrating. Also, I don't like the questions under examine because they also don't work for what I want to do. Anyways, so I'm going to tell you what I want to do, and you can figure out what I'm supposed to roll. (laughs) (laughs) So first off, first off. Would I have been able to attempt, because I haven't been able to add it to my power list yet, I would like to attempt to burn uh, Omission's face into my brain so I can't forget him. Oh, Holy hell. Goodness. Am I going to take damage? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're wanting to burn Omission's face into your memory? I want... so. Working as like the 
I think it'd be like I'm I'm kind of the pivot point for the whole team at this point. So I don't want to forget Omission exists while he's off on his mission. <laughs> <laughs> I figure he's probably sending letters at least. I don't yeah. know. But <laughs> yeah. I want to remember who this is that's writing me letters. So <laughs> that is very interesting. So I guess you're wanting to do another push move to if, try if to accomplish it, yes. this. Yes, uh, I think this is dope. Uh, I'll I will ask Omission though because, or I'll ask Mitchell because Omission has a unique ability that like recordings of him, photographic evidence of him degrades over time. So, what would Omission's powers do to an X-ray etched image in somebody's brain? What What is the connection between these two powers? Or not the connection, the relationship between these two powers? Man, I don't know. That sounds crazy <laughs> as heck. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, all, uh, Omission's power is, is basically like a worldwide scrub of who he is as a person. Uh, so he could probably, like, stay there for some time. But, like, as, as the months go on, it's, like, a little bit more fuzzy and weird and, like, awkward. Sure. You're like, why am I dreaming about this guy? interesting so he would have this image but again it would start to degrade so hopefully omission would like maybe y'all could work out a plan like you need to be back before this image like degrades fully i have an idea Mm -hmm. and it could maybe it's that the image is there very faintly and as it like it's at, at first it's like burned in but over like a week it starts to fade slightly and so, like, I can really only remember him when I get a letter or when, uh, like, when I'm actively thinking about his role. Like, if I see his name, like, I write his name down somewhere, and I see his name, I can remember yeah. it. Yeah. Because then, oh, the, then the image appears in my head again. But, like, otherwise it just fades. So it basically would just give me the ability to not have to physically see him to remember. I could see his name or a mention of him to remember him. What do you think about that, Mitchell? That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I think this is super dope. So go ahead and roll a push. Uh, Well, first of all, I guess we need to determine, is it simple, difficult, or borderline? Uh, And I truly cannot remember what we said it was. I believe we we said it was difficult because it physically hurts him to do it. Yes. Okay. So difficult... Uh, so this is the difficult power. Go ahead and roll 2d6 and add nothing. Be sure to push it real good. <laughs> <laughs> push it real good. Okay, that's uh, that's a 10. That is a 10 plus. So you get to add x-ray... Wh- wh- what do we call it? I believe it was x-ray memory. Yeah, X-ray burning face. <laughs> <laughs> X-ray, yeah, so X-ray memory, you may add to your difficult powers. Uh, this is now something that you do not have to roll a push to do. It is something that you can just do. Um, so, omission, not only is someone going to remember you 
in the vacuum of your presence for the first time in your entire life, somebody wants to remember you. There's a purpose. They, they are driven to remember you. Omission, how does this affect you? I, I mean, I, I, I think uh, Omission uh, is surprised when he gets like the first letter back, um, kind of recognizing that he still exists. I, I think he's still muddling through on how this makes him feel. Um, slightly paranoid. Because mm. the thing about not being there is you also can't get hurt. This is just freaking him out. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. So that was that was like something I would have done before. Do I still get a downtime move? Yeah, you sure can. Do I still do that? Okay. Yeah. Because I was still going to try to work on... Um, I want to understand what this canister is. So, I, like, I'm doing tests um, in a vacuum. I've probably, by the end of this month, I would have been able to at least build the receptacle for this canister. Like, I don't know. It's really hard to... F- like, some of the... There's nothing act like move wise that makes sense for like experimenting on something, like trying to determine use of something. It just it kind of sounds like examine. You just like, but the the problem with the question with examine is so specific. It's like a niche question. Yeah, the questions are not super helpful with examine. Well, I always took those as, like, just suggestions anyway. Right. I guess that's fair. Because, like, I f- there needs to be, like, a general, what does this do question under examine. <laughs> Whatever this stuff is, once I figure it out, I'm going to then try to use it to probably some form of energy source like I was working on before. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, ca- I'm bouncing back and forth between gather intel and acquire an asset. I was thinking about acquiring an asset too and making the asset like just knowing what this is. Yeah, or or it could just say like energy energy containment pod. Okay. Okay, so you create some sort of a uh, containment unit where you can uh, look at this and work with it. Uh, so, I guess in order for us to like create this thing, where is Doctor Fusion creating it? Does he have a lab set up in Britain? I think so. I think he's Doctor Fusion and Torchbear are set up like in a like in a hotel or even like a, a government house. Um, okay, some somewhere in Britain. Um, that because we would want a permanent location for omission to send letters to anyways so okay so uh first future note note for posterity the flatmate uh adventures of dr fusion and torchbear definitely needs to be a thing that we explore yes. in the future um <laughs> little buddy comedy um but for now yes so you you have this kind of area set up uh, in your own living space where you have kind of recreated on a smaller scale your experiment from the university. Um, Somewhat. And 
I, I don't know, maybe it like spills into the bathroom a little bit, or maybe like the kitchen is totally converted to this, but it's, it looks ramshackle. Oh, yeah. um, I think the kitchen, the kitchen's completely laboratory, and like we just have to eat out because <laughs> we can't, like Torchbearer has to just like bring food because we can't actually cook in this house. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so I think we see like this contraption that you have constructed inside the the kitchen of this flat and so you're standing there looking at it oh go ahead i just kind of want to describe it i have an idea yeah please so it's a it's a box with a number of dials and readouts on the bottom of it but it's just like a clear glass box with this little offshoot um pipe with that's connected to the um the receptacle for the canister of whatever this is. Um, and when the canister is inserted, it whatever's in it can flow through the pipe into whatever testing equipment I have decided to put into this casing at the time. So I can, like, figure out, like, energy outputs um, and stuff like that by changing the configuration of what's inside of this testing box. Okay, so you take that canister and you slide it into uh, that housing unit and you turn it to click it into place and we see like the onomatopoeia of a ka-chunk and then you start drawing the energy out of that canister into whatever device you have set up uh, to be tested today. Uh, and you look at the meter and you see it edge up a little bit. It's not an insignificant amount. Uh, and you take your recordings, you write it down, and then you look up, you see the needle has gone a little further right. And it keeps rising, and it keeps rising. Uh, and whatever this energy source is, it is somehow self-perpetuating itself. It is somehow creating its own energy. as unlike anything you've ever seen. The needle continues to rise, to rise, to rise, and it goes all the way to the right, and the valve breaks. The glass on the valve, the reading breaks. I think he gets very excited. Like, he's been trying to create something that could do this, and he's found something that Otter already does. So now he's going to want to just, like, backwards, uh, like, reverse engineer how this works. So he's, like, scribbling furiously in his notebook, um, and, like, writing down all these hypotheses and stuff. Uh, so you have all been on your separate missions for the past couple of months. Uh, time has passed. Omission has come back from being behind the lines in uh, Germany. He comes back, finds his way to Great Britain. Uh, and like I said, it's been a couple of months. So I think as we turn the page uh, up in the top left corner, we see a little yellow box that says January 1944. What do we see the three of you doing? Uh, so Omission is back, um, looking, uh, grizzled and with a torn up, uh, Nazi uniform over his shoulder. Um, he throws down a map with various red circles throughout Europe, um, and says, yeah, I figured it out. Several locations where he could be. I was, uh, I was just about to show Dr. Fusion this. I was able to get some information from General Montgomery and the rest of British intelligence. 
Oh, they have intelligence? He just ignores that. He uh, <laughs> slides out a and smooths out a, a map that's pretty similar. Uh, just red circles in different areas. These are all uh, key strategic areas that could really help out the, the British army during this next invasion from the Germans. Honestly, I feel like uh, I owe it to him to to try and help him out in, in any way we can. What does he want us to do with it, though? Well, it's strategic places and objectives. I suggest going to these places and taking these objectives. Will they be able to follow it up and keep it? The point is to help lessen the blow from the the invasion that the Germans are about to engage in. So just the fact that we're killing Nazis. Would any of these locations that were marked on this map be laboratory locations, potentially? Uh, I think that has been left open-ended. I think Phil has given us, like, these are possible plot points for us. So okay. if some of them are laboratories... Some of them are laboratories. Are any of them close to where Hitler is enjoying uh, sweet tea or lemonade? That's a good idea. Like lay the maps over each other and coordinate the points. Yeah, and see where they overlap. Well, I think for uh, narrative sake, um, like there there are some obviously further inland, but you are going to have to work your way further inland you do not have any airdrop capabilities um basically once you land in uh the continent of europe you're gonna have to work your way further inland through these objectives to germany don't we have someone who can fly yes uh one torchbearer can fly let's just airdrop via that he can't carry more than one of us probably (laughs) oh my gosh he's gonna carry you Hundreds of miles. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, what's the point of your ability? I, I can, I can, <laughs> just like the Eagles could have taken him to Mordor. <laughs> but we're exactly. but we're not going to jump to the last chapter of the book. <laughs> right. The journey is the point. Not in World War Two. It's not. <laughs> it is for us. So, anyways, <laughs> um. Dr. Fusion kind of looks over the maps and looks at the coordination of it all. Um, <clears throat> anywhere where um, some of these key locations and the labs are near uh, one of the, like within a certain distance of one of the um, points, whatever, where Hitler's bases are. Um, uh, sure, I will say that there is... Um, one of these key strategic locations in uh, German-occupied France. Yes. Uh, so okay. kind of, kind of around uh, there. There, well, there's one base like on the border of France and Belgium, um, and then there's one in France. So like in that area, I would could say. We, could we say there's there's one of Hitler's potential bases there, and nearby in this area that. Uh, the German army came through and occupied. They've kind of commandeered um, a French factory 
and turned it into kind of a research yes. a research outpost where they're doing like I love it. Uh, they're engineering they're engineering weapons with this like energy source and they're doing their experiments and stuff. Like we kind of like <laughs> coalesce all of our kind of threads into like one or at least like a like like an it. occupation or like a an objective that we can all kind of agree on. Yeah, I like that. Maybe it's a French agricultural factory that was making like plows and other things like that. Um and the Germans took it over and have refitted it mm. for whatever they're doing. Just war machine business. Okay. Like they yeah, the I British intelligence probably wouldn't know a lot about what's going on, but they know that this used to be an agricultural factory. The Germans have taken it and retrofitted it. And they're not exactly sure what they're doing. Um but then with it being in close proximity to one of Hitler's like home bases, potentially Dr. Fusion's like, that's probably at least one place where they're working on this. And then he like shows them what he's been doing and is like, we need, if we can get more and figure out what they're using it for, we could potentially use it to turn around the war effort. Yeah, no, I dig that. Um, so you, you find like an overlap between these secret laboratories working with the strange energy and an overlap with uh, one of Hitler's bunkers. And I think we turn the page to y'all working your way there. Um, so how do y'all get there? Subterfuge, uh, hiking... Uh, Navy SEALs beachfront drop-off. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Saving Private Ryan, where they just, like, go save uh, Ben Affleck. Well, I guess, uh... Let's just go ahead and roll a sneak around. Yeah, sneak around cool. to try to sneak, sneak your way through Europe. And find out. Four? A four. I roll real bad. I, I rolled a four, too. I mean, we knew not all no! of us would make it. <laughs> We're terrible at this. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay, so Torchbear and Dr. Fusion, definitely something happens. Um, but Omission, you rolled a seven through nine, so you get to choose one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you must leave something behind or be discovered. You're spotted, but you get the drop on them, or there's something here that you didn't plan for. Hmm. You get to choose one of those. Ooh, let's do spotted, but um, gets the drop on them. Okay. So uh, this will be like a, a montage of y'all sneaking through uh, Europe. And uh, I'm, I'm going to resolve uh, the two failures uh, quickly. Um... So in this montage style, you're sneaking through the the dense forests of France, northern France specifically, um, and Omission and Torchbearer, um, I think while you're sneaking, you something goes awry. Oh, what did I say? You said Omission. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Torchbearer and Dr. Fusion. Uh, something goes wrong, and... Like there, there is a little scuffle. We're not going to take up too much time describing what it is, but please tell us what does the artist draw? Like in these montage scenes of you trying to get to this 
laboratory. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll say the, the mechanical consequence is uh, both of you will mark one condition. So I'm my idea is like... It's just a bunch of panels of us, like, dropping over a wall and a guard immediately being like, Hey, what are you doing there? <laughs> like, a bunch of different, like, tiny little, like, half-panel scenes of just all these guards seeing us every time we try to sneak anywhere. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, and that's just uh, ta- having so, to take them on. <laughs> yeah. So these scenes of you being spotted and then knocking these Nazi soldiers out. Um, so, uh, which condition is Dr. Fusion going to mark? Angry. Because we're Angry. bad at this. I'm pissed. Okay. Getting, getting frustrated with these, this attempt to sneak into territory. Okay. Uh, Torchbear, what, what negative consequences do we see from your role? Torchbear's already angry, so, uh, maybe he's, like, he's just not thinking straight, something like that. Like, Torchbearer is not the type of guy for for espionage and, like, subterfuge and stuff. So he's just, instead of, like, trying to blend in or anything like that, he's Torchbearer. <laughs> like, he wears his uniform, he wears his badge, like, oh my he, God. he's un- unapologetically <laughs> Torchbearer. Uh-huh. So it's, it's not difficult to see him coming. Uh, and I'm gonna mark, I'm gonna mark guilty, just because even, like, with the full spectrum of like all of our team everybody else is better equipped to like sneak around and to like go unseen or like hide in plain sight than he is and he kind of feels guilty about you know being the sore thumb or being the one that kind of lets everybody down okay and then we turn the page from this montage to you actually arriving at this uh, facility uh, it is a huge, like, concrete dome, uh, and there is some some brush and trees that have been, like, thrown on top of it to kind of camouflage it from bird's eye view, uh, because there are, there are small rises and hills here, uh, so it, it would be easy to not spot it, because it's about the same shape and size of one of these hills, but you are sneaking up through the forest, and you see this concrete dome tucked in these hills uh, and you know that this uh, is one of Hitler's bunkers but also uh, a secret base for something I'll bet you anything he's in there and omission I'll bet you anything he's in there (laughs) and omission according to your role you chose uh, that you were spotted but you get the drop on them so I think as you are uh, walking up uh, well, Omission, you tell me. What what happens? Uh, yeah, I think um, as he's approaching, um, he realizes that he's kind of walked into a patrol. Um, but luckily, he has the foresight of, uh, of putting on his uh, Nazi uniform uh, before coming up here. So when they see him, he's just like, Another Nazi. Uh huh. Yeah. So you you kind of get like mingled in with them, uh, and then not too far behind you come Doctor Fusion and Torchbearer in his blazing, bright superhero outfit, <laughs> and they they look confused and say, 
What is the meaning of this? Uh, and you see, like, the little asterisk that says, translated from German. Omission, you're, like, right in the midst of them. So what do you do? I want to point a gun at those two and be like, I found them uh, scouting out our uh, Manfira's location. I have brought them, and I want to see Manfira myself so I can present these foolish Americans to our lord and savior, Hitler. Like, would you like to hear about our lord and savior, Adolf Hitler? <laughs> um, oh, God. Let's roll... An influence. Not a Führer's witness. Hello, friends, and welcome to the mid-roll section of Season 1, Episode 10 of Tales to Inspire, and I'm your host, David White. We have some housekeeping stuff to get to before we get back to the rest of this episode, so let's go ahead and dive in to our spiel. As you know, we are a Patreon-supported show. Uh, All of our funds go towards paying our cast, paying our editors, paying for the cool sound effects and music and ambiance you hear in the background of every episode, and we have actually fallen below our goal. We have a goal of $400 a month, and at $400 a month, we are able to pay our performers $5 for every episode we spend recording during a session. Now, that is not very much, and I want to pay them more. Uh, However, we have to get to our $400 a month goal before we could get to our uh, Five hundred or nine hundred dollar a month goal. Uh, so we are desperately trying to find new patrons who can give to us and help sustain our show. Uh, because right now I am still paying our performers for every episode that we record and every hour that we spend recording. But that means that we are rapidly running out of money in the misconceptions bank account because we're not getting enough to maintain that. So if you like our show. If you like the performers on our show, please consider clicking the link below and going and giving any amount. We don't need you to give like $100 a month, $20 a month. We do not need that. $1, $2, $5 every 30 days is good. It might not sound like a lot, but if everyone that watches our show, watches, if everyone that listens to our show gave $1 or $2 or $5 a month, we would be able to smash our goal and get further goals so that we could pay our performers and our editors even more. So, I, we we are desperate. I'm on my knees begging, please help us get back to $400 a month. Help us to sustainably pay our cast and... um you know, help us to reach even more higher goals with your monthly donation. But, you know, maybe giving every month isn't something that you can do. Maybe it would be better to do a one-time thing. Well, if you go to misconceptionspod.com slash shop, you can find some of our merch. And you can order some really cool merch. We have some posters. We have a hat, a Tells to Inspire hat. We have a Tells to Inspire t-shirt. We have a, a Geiger Gwyn 
t-shirt that came out two weeks ago and it is very cool it has Geiger Gwynn like phasing out of the shirt and uh, it has some art deco art behind her that says not even phased and it's really cool and Geiger Gwynn looks really sexy and it comes in these really cool pastel colors uh, and you know you could go buy that and that money comes to us and it goes into our bank account and it helps us to pay our performers uh, and pay artists to make art for our show and to to make more items for our shop so if you can't do every month maybe consider going and buying something from our merch store to help us out. Uh, And of course, if you don't have the money to help us out right now, just share us. Share us with friends, share us on social media, uh, share our um, preview clips that we post on our uh, social media every Friday before a new episode comes out. Uh, Share those around, a little quick snippet to give people the hook and uh, hopefully get them attracted to our show. Um... Well, yeah, we, um, we're we looking for some more money, so if you know where we can find some, let us know. Uh, and you know what? Some very exciting news. We've actually finished recording all of season one. Woo! And let me tell you guys, season one, it just keeps getting better from episode 10. And it really ramps up to a very emotional, very action-packed, very cool finale and i cannot wait for you to listen to that and if you can't wait to listen to that you know you can go to our patreon and you can get five dollars a month to be able to listen to episodes early our patrons are able to listen to the first 12 episodes of misconceptions and i will say that i wanted to be even further ahead on our patreon releases right now really i wanted to have all of season one released to our patrons by christmas But I don't think that's going to happen because Carrie and I moved this summer and that took up a lot of my time and energy. And so I lost a lot of time that I would have spent editing on moving. Uh, But I am still dedicated to having episodes out early to our patrons. So if you would like to listen to episodes early, consume even more of our media and our storytelling, you can go to patreon.com slash misconceptions i think it's just misconceptions might might be misconceptions pod but anyway there's a link down in the notes you can click that link uh and you know what i think i've rambled off enough i think i've begged you enough for money hopefully you'll give us some money hmm? but anyways let's go ahead and get back to our show So roll 2d6 plus your influence. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. Nine, nine, nine. 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 Okay. Uh, so for EIC characters, they need something more. Evidence that this is the right course, guidance in making the right choice, or resources to aid them before they act. What if I uh, shoot so- one of them? I was just about to say you will have to perform some physical act of violence to show that you're not on their side. You can you can see the soldiers' eyebrows start to arch suspiciously, and then like you brought these two superheroes to us by yourself, uh, and then you squeeze a trigger and shoot off a round. Yeah. Who takes the bullet? Who do you shoot? Um, I mean, you guys are both pretty like tough, right? And I, I know this. 
Um, so yeah, I'm gonna shoot. You have uh, a fundamental misunderstanding of Doctor Fusion. <laughs> I'm a normal person with tech. Are you kidding me? You're Doctor Fusion. Zero charisma. One hundred toughness. No, the the normal person. I'm shooting him right in the kneecap. Just <laughs> why? Oof. Okay. Okay. I'm bulletproof. Just shoot me. Oh no, it's I don't. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm not no, shooting the bulletproof guy. Shoot it has to bleed. So yeah, it's uh, That's it's fair. Okay. it's That's science. Fair. Man gets the bullet. It's done. He's did it. He did it. Okay. It's fine. So Doctor Fusion, you you take the bullet, and uh, uh, I would like for you to increase or step up your bond clock with omission uh yeah that's well, definitely closer <laughs> don't mind if i do no <laughs> not at all <laughs> no you're one step Can closer I step it up to up the twice? edge <laughs> you want to voluntarily step it up twice <laughs> what it was just honestly honestly yes yes i do okay i'm going to voluntarily right. step it up by two so uh what what the bond clock represents is it represents like the negative emotions uh and uh, the souring of a relationship uh and the more strong and cemented your relationship is the more wedges you have in your bond clock um omission and dr fusion or rather i should say dr fusion has four uh wedges and omissions bond clock he just filled in two of them if you ever fill in your entire bond clock uh, like things come to a head. There's an argument. There's a fight. Uh, either way, moves are going to be invoked uh, against each other. Stress is going to be dealt. Maybe conditions will be dealt. Uh, but it's basically a ticking time bomb towards the souring of a relationship. Well, if I wasn't yeah, angry like, before, I am now. Eventually, you're like, <laughs> stop shooting me. Why does every mission <laughs> include shooting me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So no, you, like, Doctor Fusion, like went to bat for for omission and like yeah. made sure that he was remembered and like was w- made sure that he mm. had mm. that we went with omission on his mission, and then he gets shot. <laughs> it's like no, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you squeeze a trigger. Uh, Doctor Fusion screams out in both surprise and pain as it <sighs> shreds through his leg meat. And the Nazis, uh, their eyes shoot open and they grab their weapons and point it towards Dr. Fusion and uh, Torchbearer and say... You see? I have it under control. Uh, Yes, understood. Uh, Come with us. All right. And they will fall in behind the two of them. Torchbearer will try and pick up Dr. Fusion. (laughs) I'm going to use my good leg and try to use my burst boots and dash forward and deck omission <laughs> that's fair oh, okay okay um, like i go down to one knee and like uh torchbearer's like got his hand on my shoulder trying to help me up and i'm just like no and i just like burst forward and i'm gonna try to hit omission in the face wow <laughs> oh god okay i feel like um, we're coming to a head right now it's yeah, the, the bomb clock's not yet full. Yeah, I think he's <laughs> mad. I don't know why though. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, or not omission. Doctor Fusion, roll uh-huh. a seize control. Okay. Uh, do I have any? Does anything I have removed from that? No, it does not. Uh, that is gonna be. What do I add to that? Good point. I think this is just smash. Okay. 
Uh, then that's going to be a nine. A nine. Okay, so choose one. You seize control over what was contested, but your opponent attacks you in retaliation. You enter into an action scene. Or you seize control over what was contested, but the effort exhausted you. Mark a condition. I can't mark another condition. I'm going to go with the first one. Okay, so... But your opponent attacks you in retaliation. So I guess we need to decide, like, who's your opponent right now? Is it omission or is it the Nazis? <laughs> I think it's the Nazis, technically. So I the think lines have happen, been blurred. Basically, I hit omission, and then everyone starts to try to restrain me or attack me, probably. Okay. Uh, so, Mitchell, I will give you the same choice I gave Ockham a little bit ago. Do you want to step up your bond clock with... Uh, dr fusion for this uh no i mean this is this is cool like he's he's someone who like believes you know whatever it takes do it so he's like yeah Mm. this is good i don't i don't see what you're you're kind of going against my plan but i guess we're doing your plan now but that's okay (laughs) let's just do this so he'll get punched and like dramatically fall to the ground um Mm. be like again my fear i think of you ah is really hamming it up yeah all right so uh (laughs) now let's enter into a combat exchange so i have chosen for npcs what do you three choose i chose defended maneuver defended maneuver i also chose defended maneuver uh what would be just chilling on the ground in pain uh probably evade and observe (laughs) yeah i'll I'll do that (laughs) okay uh, I will reveal that these two soldiers chose Defend and Maneuver as well. Oh, okay. So, uh, three people chose Defend and Maneuver, but the players do go first, so I'll let you two choose who goes first. Go for it, Dr. Fusion. Okay. Right. Five. Okay. Oh! Five. Did so we you, mark, uh, do we mark a achievement for failing the stealth thing earlier? Oh, we didn't. Oh, you sure do. So, uh, thank you for reminding me. Torchbearer and Dr. Fusion, go ahead and mark an achievement. Yeah. I almost forgot to. And then I mark one for failing this just now, I guess, right? Yes. Yes, you do, because you rolled a, a zero through six. Awesome. Okay, yeah, so, uh, Dr. Fusion, you're just not able to do much. Uh, what, what, uh, narratively describe what happens. So, I think Dr. Fusion punches Omission, who goes down, and then he, like, falls to his knee and goes to, like, raise his arms to protect himself, but they're already, like, all around him, so it's not going to help him at all. Okay. Torchbearer? Ooh, a seven. A seven. You get to choose one. I'm choosing to retaliate. Um, I see Dr. Fusion make his, like, big punch, and he's trying to, like, get back up, but I see, like... He's having trouble getting back off the ground, and the guys are already, uh, the two soldiers behind us are already starting to, like, raising their weapons towards Dr. Fusion, so I put myself between Dr. Fusion and these two soldiers, and if they make any move, then I make a move, too. Okay. Uh, and they also choose to defend a maneuver, and they are going to choose to defend, uh, their friend and comrade, Omission, who is on the ground. So they rush over to him and pick him up off the ground, and they say, Corporal, stay with us. We shall get you to the bunker. Thank you. Uh, no one chose advanced attack, so it goes to evade and observe. Omission, that is you. Uh, yeah. So that is a seven? A 
seven, so you get to choose one. I mean, so I like the new location. Take me to the bunker. Sounds amazing. So C's a position moved to a new location. Oh my okay. god. Okay. So uh, at the at the end of this combat scene, uh, the two Nazi soldiers are like escorting him towards the bunker. The other is like spraying bullets wildly to cover them as they are retreating. Uh, Doctor Fusion and Torchbearer. Uh, what you do is these Nazi soldiers are running away with uh, your friend, but who is also their friend, Omission. If, if there's bullets being sprayed, I'm trying to throw up a barrier between between us. I don't know. I think we need to run because, like, everyone's going to be on us in a minute. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Torchbearer, you, you do. You throw up that shield. The bullets bounce off the opaque yellow barrier you have. Uh, and they kind of disappear into the secret entrance at the base of the dome. And then you hear some klaxons start to wail. Uh, what do you two do? Are you alright? Can you move? I'll be fine. Just, we need to hide. Yeah, let's, let's get out of here. Gonna hobble away to try to hide somewhere. (laughs) Okay, you, you hobble away. Uh, we turn the page to inside the bunker. Omission, there are some soldiers rushing past you, going through the gate to go attack these two American superheroes trying to assault the Nazi officer. Uh, and your two soldiers are escorting you further into the premises. And I think I think you get to like a, a safe space. Yeah. And those two soldiers look you over. Sir, are you okay? Yes, I... The strength of that super sponge was uh, terrifying. Is is uh, mein Führer here? I need to speak with him. Ah, uh, no, I am afraid he is not. It's okay. All right, keep me abreast. What is happening? Update me on this this uh, facility. Yes, and so these soldiers go on to elaborate what the purpose of this facility is. And as they're walking you through the process, we see panels of the bunker as they are explaining it. Uh, we see uh, some missile silos. And we see in those missile silos are being constructed uh, long-range ballistic missiles. Uh, and the plan is to launch these ballistic missiles at Britain, uh, causing widespread damage and death. Um construction is going along beautifully they say now that they have secured such a rich vein of mineral deposits from the Ural Mountains in the Soviet Union uh, now that they control all of Eastern Europe they should be launching them by this summer they boast excellent alright show me to uh, lieutenant's quarters I'd like to rest a while uh, before I resume my duties of course and they start escorting you further into the bunker and I'm just like thank you I I, I really thought we had something there if it wasn't for you I, I would have died of course sergeant anything we can do to help and I think as one is opening the door and we see you three going in there uh, do we see a shot of you from the back but we see like 
a knife clutched in Omission's hand at the small of his back as they go into this private room. Oh, yeah. It's like, so Omission's plan is to kill them and then um, figure out a way to uh, blow up these silos uh, and figure out a way to get uh, them to come save him. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so then we turn the page to the cacophony that is going outside. Um so, Dr. Fusion and Torchbear, are you fighting these soldiers that are attacking you, or are you fleeing from them? Are you leading them on a wild goose chase or confronting them head on? Yes, there is a 60s or 70s beach surf rock song playing while we run through <laughs> doors, and they get chased through the doors, and they come out of other doors. <laughs> yeah, we want to get somewhere safe and hide, and then try to reinfiltrate. Yeah. Okay. I would like... Uh, Torchbearer, like, if we could just, like, get somewhere safe and take a second, uh, Torchbearer can use his healing light to try and, like, repair the wound in Dr. Fusion's leg. Okay. Then let's do it mechanically like this. Torchbearer is so focused on protecting them, covering their tracks, Dr. Fusion is looking for a place to hide. So let's do the hiding first. Dr. Fusion, you'll be in control of that. Go ahead and roll a sneak around. Okay, that's, uh, what am I adding for sneak around? Maneuver, right? Yes. Uh, that's a 10, exactly. Perfect. So you find a spot. Please describe it for us. Um, so I think we're running through these farmhouses, and, uh, eventually we kind of hear them kind of, like, they're yelling, like, where did they go? And I think we just, like, climb into the, like, loft of one of these, uh, like a barn. Like, up into the top of the barn, and just hide, like, behind a bunch of hay bales. Perfect. And we see a shot like from up above of the Nazi soldiers coming in, looking around the barn, and then exiting out. And then two of you exhaling. How does it look? Is it is it bad? It's fine. That bastard shot me. Hold on a second, uh I think I could do something to help. Torchbearer kind of angles his hands to get close to the wound on his leg, just holding them, fingers wide, and his hands begin to glow a soft yellow. And you feel the warmth come through your leg as this light surrounds it. What should I roll for this? Um, I really, Dr. Fusion doesn't have a mechanical disadvantage to his wound right now because his two conditions are from earlier. Yeah. Um, but I still think it constitutes a roll. So let's roll an aid or interfere. So Torchbearer, go ahead and roll um, plus your bond score with uh, Dr. Fusion. So what is that? Uh, not like how many wedges you have left it is like that whole number it's a plus two a plus two okay go ahead well 2d6 plus two an eight an eight okay so uh they take a plus one or minus two of your choice um so they would take a plus one forward i guess um uh, but you also expose yourself to danger or retribution um uh, I'm emitting light in a 
fucking hiding spot because I'm a genius. So okay. we heal. I heal. I heal Doctor Fusion successfully, but I also give away our position. Great. Perfect. So he like fills you with this reinvigorating energy. You start to feel good again, and then we have a panel outside, uh, and we see like the light coming through that uh, the loft door. We see it shining through there. And the soldiers rush back in, and let's see. I think. You need to, uh, let's say you both need to roll a seize control to escape. Great. This worked out well. What are we, what are we adding? Uh, this will be, I mean, I guess you describe how, how do you escape? I mean, these, these soldiers are rushing back in. Do you even want to escape or do we want to go to combat exchange? I guess I can't force you to make a roll. You have to narratively decide what you're going to do. And then I mechanically say, okay, that sounds like this. I think if we get away, we're just going to keep getting chased. I think if we can deal with it here, like far enough away from the base, we can kind of regroup. That's kind of my thought, too. I was also thinking, you can fly, and I could climb on the roof and just jump with my burst boots and get pretty far away pretty quick. Yeah. So, it's up to you. I, I don't... Either way sounds good. Are we doing a seize control to do that, or... Uh, I, I chose seize control because it says when you try to outmaneuver uh, somebody, and I think you're trying to outmaneuver these these soldiers, so that's why I chose seize control. Or we could do take the risk. What do you think? It makes sense to do seize control. Um. Okay, so go ahead and roll a seize control, and uh, Occam, you do have that plus one from his aid or interfere, right. so you can add that plus one to your roll. And I'm using maneuver, you said? Yes. Ooh-hoo-hoo, that makes it an 11. An 11. I also there. rolled a 10. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> so please describe for us what happens as these soldiers rush back into the barn. I think we see um, Torchbearer and Dr. Fusion kind of like nod to each other, like acknowledging that we have like a plan. Yeah. And then the, as, the, as the soldiers rush in, they kind of see a uh, panel of Dr. Fusion kind of climbing up to the roof. And they're like... Snail, get him! Uh, and as they're as they're running in, I'm flying out the back of the top of the barn. And as soon as I in- exit, I fly up uh, up on top and kind of rocket past. Uh, we see like a panel of torchbearer rocketing past as uh, Doctor Fusion's like crouched on the roof, like prepared. And then there's a big panel of both of us kind of like rocketing off, <laughs> like him doing this massive massive jump and. Torchbearer flying. Do you like that, Occam? I like that a lot. Yeah, that's good. I would, I would look at that page for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I would linger on that one for a. <laughs> I would let my eyes linger. <laughs> okay, uh, so turning the page from that beautifully drawn scene, uh, omission. How are you trying to sabotage this factory? <laughs> I mean, that, uh, yeah, let's, um, I mean, uh, they have to have a coolant system um, for uh, the power cells uh, and for whatever munitions they have coming in. Um, so during this time, he is going to learn about the uh, fueling system or the cooling system and then figure out a way to sabotage it so that... Um, It'll explode, basically taking out this whole place and making it a crater. Okay. 
Uh, let's roll a take a risk. Yeah. Uh, roll 2d6 plus, uh, I think your investigate would work for this one. All right. Nice. 10. 10. A 10. Okay, so you do it. Um, and, uh, Mitchell, if you would allow me, uh, I would like to resolve this in, like, a very, a very quick, somewhat comedic way. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, um, we, we don't, we turn the page and we don't even go back into the bunker. We see Dr. Fusion and Torchbearer, like, flying through the air, landing in front of the bunker. Uh, they share a knowing glance at each other. They have to go rescue their teammate. As they go to rush, there is an explosion. The hill, the concrete hill, like, buckles outward you two are thrown backwards torchbearer might even throw up a shield to protect you from the rubble um and then the next panel there's just a smoldering wreckage of a hill in front of you and as realization starts to sink in the thought that maybe you have lost your comrade who yeah, only only Doctor Fusion remembers the mission exists. <laughs> like, I guess that's true. What are we doing here again? I guess oh, that is true. Uh, I, guess, I guess that worked out. So, <laughs> in the next panel, Omission is just drawn next to you. Omission, do you say anything? <laughs> he'll he'll cross out the the location on his map uh, and say, "Okay, uh, next one up." Down in the bottom corner, see the words to be continued. <laughs> End of episode. That was amazing. We <laughs> get me out of here. That was such a good episode. Oh my god. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. We'll be back with our next episode on November 11th. If you have social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Like and follow us at Misconceptions Pod for up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures, and just to show us your general positive feelings about the show. We also have a Discord. You can click the link below to join our Discord so that you can chat with other friends of the show and chat with other cast members directly. We also have an email. If you'd like to contact us that way, you can email us at misconceptionspod at gmail.com. This show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to join that elite group of supporters and gain access to exclusive content, please consider joining our Patreon. The Tells to Inspire theme song was composed by Esteban Del Pino. You can find out more about his music on fiverr.com slash iam underscore w-a-k-e. Omission was played by Mitchell Wallace, who can be found at Mitch Bustillos on Twitter. Torchbearer was played by Phil Montgomery, who can be found at BMC Philanthropy on Twitter. Dr. Fusion was played by Occam Razor, who can be found at Occam Sockam Robo on Twitter. And I'm David White, your editor-in-chief. You can find me at Mr. Banana Socks on Twitter. The role-playing game system used in this production was a modified version of the Worlds in Peril role-playing game by Sam Joko Publishing, featuring elements from the Avatar Legends role-playing game and Masks A New Generation role-playing game, both by Magpie Games. Tales to Inspire is a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network. 
Find out more about our other shows and buy cool merch at misconceptionspod.com. And that's it for this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. Thank you so much for listening, and keep it nerdy, y'all. David, huh? This podcast was a genius idea. This has been this is so good. <laughs> this has been so much fun. It's been dope. Like every episode feels like it's getting better and better. Well, I hope I hope so. I'm glad you are having fun. Um. Okay, so let's go ahead and do our end of session segment you know with misconceptions we had geek out during the credits here we have end of session i don't know we need to call it something like letters to the editor or editor's bullpen or i don't know something <laughs> like that but basically this is the part of the the episode uh where we talk about the episodes that we just recorded uh so yeah let's just let's talk about our feelings and like what we liked <laughs> What we didn't like, what do we want to take into the next episode, what do we want to change for the next episode, uh, and then also just we'll have some mechanical questions to answer as well. So, uh, my my wonderful players, what's your takeaway from episodes ten and eleven? We had some fun. Yeah, <laughs> we had fun. We came out of a kind of heavier role play heavy episode, and then just let loose. <laughs> oh yeah I mean I think we had a direction and we went past that direction and just kept going until yeah it got weird Omission put us on a course of no return yeah <laughs> yes he really did and <laughs> Mitchell damn you because you just derailed all my ideas yeah so I was like we're gonna save Europe for last and we're gonna go to the Pacific front and do some different things and then Mitchell was like, no, we don't need to go to Japan, and it's fine. Yeah. Your idea's dumb. We're doing my idea. Yeah, like, <laughs> who needs to go to Japan? <laughs> uh, but this, I mean, this is interesting. That This is the whole point of collaborative storytelling is like it, it rolling with the punches and making a truly organic story. Making it weird. Making it's it weird. weird. Yeah, but anything else? Uh, any other takeaways? Um, I mean, I'm sad that uh, it feels like our relationship is strained. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it just, just feels like, you Dr. know. Fusion, Dr. Fusion hates your guts. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, that part, I think, is the 
Yeah, not not a fan of that. <laughs> It'll be Wait, fine. Was it the shooting? It might have been a bullet in the knee. That might have that might have contributed. But you're to still his an adventurer. I am still an adventurer. This is true. You did not relegate me to city guard. <laughs> see, so. boom. I would like to see this play out in couples counseling. Where did our relationship go wrong? Was it when I shot <laughs> when you, you shot in the me knee? in the knee? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh god, you yes, always yes, bring that, that up. It. Yeah, let's move on from that. I said, I'm sorry. Oh, you're all always waving that in my face. Mm-hmm. You and that knee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how do how do y'all feel about the fallout? from the invasion of Sicily. Do you, do you think it was fair? Uh, what, what thoughts do you have about General Patton's reaction to it? I think he's an idiot. <laughs> Clearly a dummy. But yeah, it's like... like it's... Sometimes it makes me very sad that I'm not a... Like, I don't have any, like, combative powers. Because you killed my favorite NPC. Um... <laughs> I had you make her just so I could kill her. <laughs> I know, right? Like, uh. Very cool introduction to the bad guy that you will eventually fight again. Ooh, I'm, I'm ready. I'm itching. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> uh, I want that fight so bad. <laughs> yeah. I really wonder what uh, Crystal Gazer and Geiger Gwyn's reactions will be to uh, the decisions made here today. <laughs> Project Kill Hitler? Yeah, to kill Hitler and basically leave the Allied forces behind. It's just what I need, two more people to be on team omission. Yeah! <laughs> this will be very interesting when we get back together. Right. Yes, yes. This is, this is a very interesting uh, <laughs> direction for the podcast that I, for this season that I ha- had not anticipated, and I'm, I'm excited to see where it leads and what story beats come out of it. Yeah. Dr. Fusion is way different than I had anticipated him being. <laughs> what do you mean? He's being it's 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 not he's not being forced into a role, but <laughs> he's taking on roles that I didn't quite expect. Like with the yeah. stuff that happened in the episode with uh with Geiger Gwyn, all that weird radiation power shenanigans that I did. Um <laughs> And then with this episode taking on like that, who expected Dr. Fusion to be the glue of the team for this episode? Like what? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Good job. But it's really interesting. But it's really interesting because like it shows like that the, he's like that middle ground where, um, torch, torch lighter. Torch bear. Torchbearer, what the heck? Torchbearer, my brain derped. Torchbearer <laughs> is like almost too moral and has too. He, he's not willing to do what it's what's needed in some cases, whereas omission is very amoral. Um, and then oh, Doctor Fusion is kind of in that middle place where it's like we need to do things, whatever makes sense. <laughs> yeah, and so it's 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 an interesting place to be. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think the vacuum was there just like naturally because we had people who weren't a part of the episode. I think right if if everybody's here, I think 
I think Crystal Gazer steps up and does that. I think perhaps Gwyn right. steps up and does that. Uh, and Dr. Fusion sure. kind of stays off to the fringe like he, you know, usually is. Yeah. Like Gwyn, kind of Gwyn kind of called the shots. Gwyn kind of called the shots in our little one-on-one episode. Um, yeah. And oh, yeah. So, yeah, she's I definitely take agree. charge kind of girl. Yeah, she's a very yeah. headstrong character. Yeah, I agree with that. The, those two are definitely like the the leaders cuz which is interesting because with our power outputs and like the way our characters are supposed to be, you would think Torchbearer would take on the leadership role. Mm-hmm. Based on like typical superhero tropes. Yeah. So having that role kind of shifting throughout is really cool actually. I think so too. I think we ended up with an episode 10 that was like I guess kind of like some of the good stuff you like to see in like Watchmen and uh, the boys and things like yeah. kind of in, in investigating those emotions and things like that. And like you're seeing Torchbearer who <laughs> shows up wanting with like the purest gold at- intentions and just fumbles so bad, like kind of every step of the way. And then like con- being confronted by omission about not being there uh, when Ubermensch is tearing everything apart because he was somewhere else, you know, doing his best to help. Like, it doesn't change the fact that he wasn't there whenever something bad happened. And he's like, he's just caring so much and <laughs> trying to, still yeah. trying to be, trying to be the the moral center of a team that he doesn't yeah. feel like he's good enough for and doesn't feel like he should be a leader because he's just like, he's right. Like he said, he's, he's hurt and he's angry. And now he's like dealing with this guilt of like, I'm letting everybody down and there's gotta be some, like some kind of end to this road. Like this guy has to come to some kind of head. Yeah. I mean, someone got shot in the knee. <laughs> Another interesting dynamic that I've, that I especially noticed in these two episodes is Omission and Dr. Fusion are kind of mirrors of each other in a way. Because they both had that kind of separate from society kind of interaction with the world. Um, But Omission has gone a very dark path and has gone into a very... um, He's very goal-oriented, where it's he has a final goal and he just goes for that final goal. And whatever he has to do to get there, he'll do it. But he doesn't think about the smaller minutia of of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> whereas Doctor Fusion, yeah. Whereas Doctor Fusion is more of I know what the end goal is. This is our plot points to get to that goal. So we have to hit these plot points before we can get there. And it's very much like a chess game to to uh, Doctor Fusion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mission plays checkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A mission plays chess with a pistol. Yeah, it's like pew, pew. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely liking like the interplay between everybody's characters. Like no matter who is on the episode, I feel like yeah. the character interactions are so interesting. Like we have such we a, have a really diverse group. group of characters. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. How did how did everybody feel safety wise? Did everybody feel safe? Anything I need to change for next session? Yeah. Uh, any 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 great. stuff like that? Nothing I can think of. I feel phenomenal. Yeah, I feel good. 
Okay. Well, then, uh, if we don't have any more uh, comments about episodes 10 and 11, let's go ahead and do our end-of-session move. Uh, And Occam has already done this move. This will be the first time uh, Phil and Mitchell have done it. But end-of-session. At the end of the session, go around the table. Each player can answer one or more of the following questions. Which character made you feel like a welcome member of the team? Uh, How have you grown detached from the team? What dangerous threat or complicated problem did you overcome? And did you fulfill one of your drive book goals? Uh, So who would like to answer one of those questions first? I was thinking... um I kind of, like episode ten kind of lead led into from like kind of flowed from Torchbearer feeling pretty atta- detached from this team to uh, Doctor Fusion coming to him and talking to him and telling him like you're the moral center like you're the compass of this team and, and this team needs you and so it kind of like flowed like naturally like out of bounds to like feeling super detached and not really contributing to the team the way you was supposed to or wanted to to like actually feel like kind of being real reeled in interesting i kind of felt like those two questions were pertinent okay so you want to answer both of those questions yeah i think they just they were just really relevant to how i felt about issue 10 specifically Okay, so which character made you feel like a welcome member of the team? Tatra Fusion. Okay, what? so either step back your bond clock with that person. <laughs> Mitchell's over here. What? Uh, step back your bond clock with that person by one step and clear a condition or mark an achievement. Um, I'd like to clear a condition. Yeah. Clear, clearing <laughs> a condition like clear would be... Condition, please. It doesn't specifically say clear one of your own conditions. I'm just kidding. Oh, stop that! <laughs> oh yes, yes, clear one of ours, please. I'm I'm only thinking I'm only thinking this hard because I kind of want to just mark an achievement. <laughs> I mean that's fair. Oh really? Yeah, I think I think narratively the feelings are still there. So marking an achievement for something that I felt in or that like was kind of only relevant to that one interaction in episode ten. And then led like guilty happened after that, anyways. So I think I'm just gonna mark an achievement. Okay. Uh, how much? How many achievements do you have marked now? I have three now. Okay, sweet. I had one at the beginning of the session, and then we failed. Failed to say it. Oh yeah. Stealth. Yeah. I got two achievements this session. <laughs> I have two achievements overall. I'm I'm at four currently. I, I advanced wow. to last session. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, you did. I forgot about that. That's cool. Um, okay, so that was who made you feel welcome, uh, but you also mentioned that you grew detached. Who made you feel detached? Oh, omission did, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what? Obviously. Why? Why? So, yeah. <laughs> what would I do? Uh, step your bond clock up by one step with a character that caused you to feel that way. So, uh, what is your bond clock at with omission now? It's uh, one quarter. Uh, okay. Uh, so, who? Before we go to the next question, I just somebody please make the meme of the girl yelling at the cat. Yeah. But it's Do- it's Torchbearer <laughs> yelling at omission, and Doctor Fusion is holding him back. 
Yes. Uh, I I need that in my life. Uh, <laughs> moving oh, so on. Good. Uh, who's next? Uh, so I think um, uh, El Doctor uh made me feel uh most welcome on the team. Uh, yeah. Uh, since he didn't like not shoot me down um, for my needs to kill Hitler. Um, so yeah. Um, okay. We don't. I mean, I, what what for for moving his little clock? Like he he has zero spaces on mine right now. So oh, okay. So yeah. you you can't step it back anymore. No. Uh, so I guess just mark an achievement or clear condition. Mm, I'm on clear condition because I'm. I don't want to be angry and I don't want to be hopeless okay. anymore. There you go. Okay, um, so you're no longer hopeless. Yay! Uh, <laughs> yeah. How have you grown detached from the team? Uh, I think with um, uh, Torchbearer, uh, he just finds him a little too um, uh, naive for war, so he just doesn't understand Torchbearer at all. So I'll I'll put okay. that clock step up one, um, and then what dangerous threat or complicated problem did you overcome? Uh, I blew up a facility. So <laughs> so you you don't have to answer each. Oh, uh, well I want to. Um, darn it! Uh, I mean that's fair. It does say answer one or more. So if you want to answer uh, more than two, go on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I, so you, you blew up a facility. So mark one achievement. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, ooh, one of my drive book goals. I haven't looked at these in some time. Let me see this. Uh, yeah, Reconcile my past. Um, no, I have not touched that since the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so, this book is available to open when something happens that changes you uh, uh, or changes who you are and haunts you, or you detail what already happened that haunts you so has anything happened to a mission that haunts him from uh, episodes 10 and 11 um i would i mean since this is our first time doing uh yeah. i almost said geek out and in the session we could go back to ubermensch oh yeah yeah i think ubermensch has haunted him because it's someone it's an obstacle that he hasn't figured out how to deal with yet and he felt so useless during that fight um yeah. And very frustrated with um, uh, Crystal Gazer because he was only there because of her. Um, uh-huh. So he had to fight this monstrosity because because of her and risk okay. his life. Yeah, so uh, that means that you are unlocking this drive book. So go ahead and change uh, the, the red right there to uh, no background. Uh, and you get to mark one achievement. Because you uh, fulfilled a drive book goal. So what that means is, now that you have unlocked this drive book, you can start working towards the goals. Oh, you can start working towards the goals of uh, unlocking coping mechanism and unlocking painful catharsis, which are two, uh, which are two goals for your uh, drive book. So oh, oh, coping mechanism and painful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you have just now unlocked the drive book. Now you can start working to unlock those individual goals. Okay. I need to start using the, my origin stuff more. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. A lot of people forget that the 
there's the origin and the drive book moves that they can invoke yeah. as well. I've been trying to look out for like eye, eye, eye for danger and stuff like that, but nothing is yeah. relevant yet. Yeah, I mean, that's right. I'm a monster, I think, works out very well for my engagement with people. My mind hasn't really affected much of anything, to be honest. Yeah, they are very specific moves. Yeah. I Actually, technically, I could have used my looking for answers the entirety of that last session, but I didn't. Uh, I think you, you you used it once. Did I use it once in the uh, in the episode with Christy? Yeah, you used it once, and it it uh, the outcome basically was that you realized that it wasn't an accident. That it right that what okay. happened to you in the laboratory was on purpose. Gotcha. That's right. And it was somehow connected to what was happening here. Yeah. Okay. I remember now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Occam, since you're talking, why don't you Hi. go ahead? and answer your end-of-session question or question. Well, let's see. Which character made you feel like a welcome member of the team? Nobody, really. How have you grown detached from the team? I have not grown detached from the team. Uh, I do feel like omission might not be a good idea. (laughs) Uh, What? (laughs) Like, having omission on the team might be more dangerous than I thought it was. Oh. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Is it the bullet? It's the bullet. You sh- <laughs> What's it the bullet? We're on the same Wasn't team. When I shot you. We're we're on the same team and you shot me in the leg when the person next to me is bulletproof. <laughs> it would have bounced off. It would be horrible. <laughs> and <laughs> I could have sold Fu- it. Dr. Fusion is just not happy. Doctor, that's nah, fair. Doctor Fusion has rarely me. taken a bullet <laughs> and never taken a bullet from someone he considered an ally. <laughs> so, oh, we were an ally! Yay! Anyways, um, okay. So, I mean, do you? you I'm not going to step, step his bond, bond clock. clock I'm not going to step him up to three. No, because that's a lot. Okay, I already made it okay. two. It's fine. Um, I am going to actually argue. That I'm starting on my drive book. Because... Okay, tell me why. So, I... This... The revelation that this energy source exists has started him up on on a mindset of I'm going to find a way to either harness this or synthesize a synthetic version of it. To fulfill the project that I worked on, that I was working on to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I mean, I totally agree with that. So, uh, with uh, your drive book, push the boundaries of science. Uh, this book is available to open when you begin to work on a project to change the world. Discuss discuss it with the EIC first, and then write it down, and take a bond with science at a bond score of three. Bonds with science cannot be burned and do not affect your bond threshold. Uh, For every bond you burn due to being lost in the project's creation, step your bond clock with science up by two. Hmm. When your bond clock with science is maxed out, your machine or technology is completed. So basically you take a reverse bond clock with science. Yeah. And give yourself an achievement because you... uh, completed one of your drive book goals that's so dr fusion mm-hmm. just like the 
the concept of like just dissociating and causing trouble in the within the team because you just like, oh yeah yourself completely it's gonna into, happen into a what lot. you're doing yes it's gonna <laughs> happen a lot um so yeah and uh that puts me at five achievement points or advancement points really points so clear your achievement uh, track and choose one advancement. Can we send you money for like I want I want I need one more achievement to level up so you know just fail a roll next time. <laughs> fail fail more. I've kind of fallen into a speedstery role. I think I'm gonna increase my maneuver to plus two. Ooh, okay. Interesting. Let's go ahead and bump that up. Uh and that is the uh, all the the questions for the end of session move. Um, good episodes tonight, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for role playing and bringing your extremely wonderful talent to this show. Um, and I'm excited to see where we go from here. Bye. Bye. Bye.